Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Hypothetical Comedy Podcast. I am Funky Sam Medina. And I am Athena Rodriguez. And we're here with comedian Brooke Barcel. Hey, Brooke, how you doing? Hello, hello. I am good. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome, awesome. Welcome back. I mean, welcome back. Welcome. Thank you for being here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my it's, first time, but hypothetically, <laughs> maybe I did it before. Hypothetically. Maybe. I'll say, uh, I'll be something I was talking to Athena. Welcome back. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't missed any episodes but still welcome back that's cool thank you for being here is what i meant to say i think absolutely Hell it's yeah. like how are you i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> and then you say how are you again right uh-huh yeah those are those are the best conversations yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's cool well uh, uh the first thing i want to get into it's going to kind of date the episode but i saw on your on your social media that you did this really cool comedy show it was a friends giving comedy show and the the admission to the show was ten dollars or bring a dish and i thought that was a very interesting concept uh, how did that go it was really really fun it's a new new venue it's a dry bar so they're kind of like more a sober space but it's really hip like the background is like all these acoustic blocks and all these different directions um and we had a good turnout we had a lot of little cupcakes um <laughs> cookies um i brought foo foo asian grill so i had some like crab ragoon and oh, yeah. fried rice um mm. there's a lot of things that i couldn't have because i'm gluten-free um but yeah it was neat because then people that i haven't ever seen before came to the show it was it drew like a different kind of a different group of people than normal that's awesome. That's awesome. That's just, yeah, I just saw that and I was like, that sounds so much fun. It was fun. That is dope. That's cool. And it's cool for the community too, you know, just to have something like that, like uh, just kind of a gathering of people that just want to care and have fun, you know, to, to go to. Yeah. You can like hang out and meet new people and then also laugh and giggle a bunch yeah. in like a nice safe space. Hell yeah. That's I cool. Like that. So Brooke, um, you are, are you from Omaha, Nebraska? Born and raised. Hell yeah. Born What's said, even though I'm allergic to corn. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, that's uh, what's it what's it like living out in uh, Omaha, Nebraska? I was gonna say the corn thing, but we, we, we won't go there. For sure. Yeah, we already hit that. Um <laughs> so Omaha is like the biggest city in Nebraska. Um, we have all the big city stuff, but not as much traffic. It's like 20 minutes to get to most places. I'm like five minutes from downtown, which is really nice. Cool. Um, you know, there's a little bit of segregation and racism. Like, I think that's pretty much everywhere still. Um, but there's like a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of different things for anyone like that wanted to do something. You could probably find a find your little group here in Omaha. Nice. And it's that's also cool. like centrally located ish. So like I can go, you know, north and see Minnesota, you know, go down like, I guess, like, it depends on where you're at, but you have to drive a little bit to get to beaches. Um, yeah, I like to travel away is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> nicely. Um, Nebraska's fine, but you can also leave. <laughs> no, it's good, though. It's good to be close to, like, other cool places. It has to be other yeah, places, yeah, like eight to ten hours away. <laughs> you oh, know, maybe, maybe 20, um, oh. depending on how cool the place <laughs> That's I cool. Love that. That's hilarious. Hell yeah, that's cool. Uh, so, at what point in your life did you kind of like start discovering stand up comedy? Um, I remember watching it a little bit growing up. Me and my brother really liked Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, kind of like um, all of those things. But I didn't really know, like, as far as performing for me, like I did like dancing growing up, which I feel like is kind of like you learn how to be physically comedic. And then I was a cheerleader um, for seven years, which made me want to yell, um, which can be also <laughs> very comedic. <laughs> and I liked the attention. I really did like performing. And then I think as you live and you have a lot of trauma, it'll put you in this perfect spot for, for stand-up comedy. Um, yeah, so I, I decided I did want to live and that maybe life would be funny if I had more fun. And like, I think that was like eight eight or so years ago, I started taking improv classes and I did that for like two or three years. And then I finally had a little bit of confidence where I felt like I could like write my own jokes and try stand up 
and I loved it from right from the first try. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, I it makes sense that you have the the dancing and the cheerleader background because you're the only comic that I've seen I think do a handstand. Right. Yeah, I need more of that. <laughs> They're like, we need to stand up, and I'm like, oh, which way? You know. <laughs> Did you, I think, I feel like you did comedy upside down. Have you done that? Um, no. <laughs> no? Okay. That'd be I, I have had contests with fifth graders and one, you know, of who can hold a headstand the longest, uh, but not at a comedy show. Not yet. Oh, you should. That'd be cool. Doing it, doing it, <laughs> doing it upside down. Hell They're yeah. all like red. It's hard to blue. hold the microphone. You <laughs> yeah. know, you almost need. Oh yeah, I guess it would be really hard to hold the microphone. And I am getting to the point in my career where I probably could use an assistant or maybe just like a wireless <laughs> attach, attach a little Bluetooth thing. <laughs> Hell yeah, that'd be cool. I like it. You would so you started improv first, and then you decided to go from comedy from there. Yeah, yeah, I did improv for a few years, and it got me like more comfortable, um, more like getting on stage, getting up more and more. And then like the part about improv is you have other people and they might not think like you and you're supposed to make something that makes sense and you're not just supposed to tell your story. And I really needed, I think, to get my story out and to start, you know, just doing it without, you know, the those blessed other improv people, like bless them. Um, they helped me like stay in the moment and figure out that it was, it was okay to do this. And then like, yeah, I think then I took a, um, a workshop and this comedian from Omaha, she like taught a bunch of us and we spent like a couple of weeks together writing jokes. And then we had a show. And like, like I said, that show, like I knew like, this is definitely something I want to keep doing. And I did it like for a couple of years before COVID. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I like that. I like the idea of, you know, the evolution of going from, you know, improv, working as a group, telling a story to going, what's my own story? And yeah. then going into stand up to be able to tell that story. I like that idea. That's a cool way to see it. That is really cool. Absolutely. Thanks. Also, Matt props to improv people. I like I will say it every time because <laughs> holy crap, like I was thrown into improv for a show I did recently and I was like, how do they do this all the time? It's so scary. <laughs> yeah, I had a hard time like not addressing that there's an audience like you're supposed to pretend that they're not there. <laughs> you know, and it's like look at them and wink at them like, you know, that this is dumb. Like. <laughs> You just turn to them and like, start doing jokes. It's like, no, yeah. don't do that. They're like, what's a fourth wall? Like, you know the thing about airports. Am I right, guys? <laughs> that is actually an interesting concept because I've never really done improv, but the difference between improv and comedy is the audience, acknowledging the audience. Because in comedy, it's all about the audience. Right. Yeah, improv, you're trying to like slowly get funny, maybe... Um, and then the whole whole part of trying to be somebody else, like I really struggled with trying to be like a different character. Every time I would try to be that other character, like my actual self would <laughs> overpower, you know, no, you're actually Brooke, you know, like <laughs> every time like, oh, really? I'm not an old man right now. Like, oh, you're Brooke. <laughs> like, I couldn't get away. <laughs> I can see that. You have a very strong personality. Uh-huh. <laughs> One at a time, please, right? One at a time. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. So then how did you actually make the transition? Like, how did you uh, start doing comedy? Yeah, I took that workshop and then I started just like going and doing the open mics. And in Omaha, there's quite a bit. So I would just start going and um, tell my dick jokes and get the reactions. Then little by little, I started hosting here and there. And I really, really liked hosting. And then you get put in shows, like you get to do it more and more. And then you get, yeah, you just keep doing it and you like it and you get more practice. Then you get to travel and then you get paid to travel. Ugh. Yay! <laughs> that would, yeah, that, that is really awesome. Uh, so when the, uh, you mentioned you said you did it before the pandemic, what was it like for you when the pandemic hit, like the kind of the transition from uh, doing comedy in real life to, to doing it in, in a, the Zoom life? 
it was weird. It was so weird. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't have a ring light. I didn't know how to like, it was, it was weird and it was really cool. Um, I don't know. I know like that's kind of how we met, but like during COVID I started, um, we're like, we're going to do this online mic. We'll just try it. And I think we were on (laughs) Twitch first and, um, I joined a bunch of different comedy scenes like New York, Chicago, LA, um, the whales, um, not like the, the ocean whales, but like the the UK, (laughs) the Brits, the Brits, the British people, um, they really liked my 69 jokes. Um, but like I would, uh, go to those open mics and all these different places. And then I had also like advertised my sign up list so that after like a month or two, I ended up having like 40 comedians every week from all over the world. Like we would have a lot from Chicago, LA, New York, Georgia, um, Malaysia sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The UK, like we've met so many cool people. So like at first it was pretty consuming cause I was going and doing like 10 to five different mics a day and then running mine. Um, and then you have like the world falling apart behind you and it's yeah. like, this is comedy. We're going to do it on <laughs> zoom. Yeah. Like I got like the last couple of years, I've been getting to meet some of these people in person that I met during that time. Oh, it's so cool. Like they're like, they're like even better in person and you can really tell, I feel like they're a lot of people's energy translated. Um, and it's, it's really neat. Like what's come from it. Yeah. Um, but specifically like it was a wild, ride honestly it was. i think we were on a poster together we were like <laughs> displaced comedians looking for you know zoom rooms to do crowd work in looking for places i forgot you were doing the backline uh uh-huh. were you hosting the backline before the pandemic and then you yeah there was like a couple of us that alternated beforehand but once the online hit like nobody quite did it like me or wanted to do it maybe um and then they also weren't like proactive a lot of people i don't know if it was like this for you they're like oh zoom comedy that's dumb i'm just yeah. gonna stop i'm just gonna read books <laughs> like, and do puzzles <laughs> <laughs> that's like 80 percent of every comedy scene yeah and, I'm and then like, the 20 well, percent of every comedy of scene became all the I zoom to, like people. travel all over the world for my room yeah yeah it's true and yours was really fun and it, uh yours was like it was like hella comics but it was like quick and like it was like yeah. it just like flew by it was like boom 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 yeah it was and fun it was, uh, i even had really like a, a yeah. band that would open and do a song at the beginning of every show wow and they were like a family it was, was really cool. fun they were the tutors oh, I and i thought they that. were gonna just fart but they actually had you know like horned instruments wow i forgot all about that too that's cool yeah that's awesome. Wow. Yeah, you were you were one of the uh, the pioneers. You were you're one of the first mics on top notch on, on Zoom. That was really fun. Yeah. We crushed it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I think one of the reasons why I liked it the most is because like there were so many comedians, and sometimes it it was like a super long wait, but at the same time you were able to keep the energy going and up. So yeah. it's like that's kind of hard. And so when a host is able to do that, you can tell that they're like putting their heart into it, like for real. At first I thought I would like change my outfit, like <laughs> like through the whole thing. So I had like 15 costumes. I'm like, I'll just keep changing. And it was fun. But then I'm like, okay, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I just need to sit here. And then I ended up having some people help with like all the tech stuff. And then I was able to be like, do you want to go early? Do you want to go late? Do you want to go in the middle? So people could kind of know like about when they would go and there'd be like a list already made up ahead of time. Yeah. And like you can still go back on YouTube and watch like a lot of those open mics. Wow. It's, <laughs> I want to yeah, say it was like crazy. three minutes or something. Or I think it was minutes. three. Yeah. I think it was yeah. like like was... 40 comics, three minutes. And it was, that's uh-huh. why it went by so quick. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it's crazy because like the way you meant the way you talk about it, it was like when I was hosting my mic on Zoom, it was like you're hosting the mic, you're you're talking to everybody's like asking you questions all the time, you're yep. talking to the person, um, you know, you're you're watching the yep. stream, so you're looking at the comments and stuff like that, and they're like there's so many things that you're doing all at once, and it's just it's crazy, it's fun, yeah, it's a lot. It's crazy, and then worried about it. Zoom bombers, and then yeah, then you have to worry about <laughs> Zoom bombers. 
Did you have any good ones? We had one. We had, we got Zoom bombed one what? time. And okay. it was during Dana Wisson. And <laughs> oh, she, I love Dana. She assassinated <laughs> each one one at she a time. She took them down so oh. beautifully. It was just... Oh. She out-Zoom bombed the so Zoom good. bombers. I, love it. I was kicking them out as she was like running them down. And it was it was great. They didn't stand a chance. It was so epic. That's so wonderful. Yeah. Have you met her in real life yet? No, we I haven't. Have you? There's so many. No. Damn. No, she's on the list. Yes. For sure. List. Yes. I remember one Zoom bomber and it was titties. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, this is fine. Let's just keep them. <laughs> like, we'll just keep the titties up. This is fine. Um. <laughs> like, I think we all could appreciate these titties. Right? I remember yeah, this one nice. time. It uh, didn't look like they were being forced to show <laughs> you know. <laughs> this one time somebody zoom bombed in, like they showed a dick, but like Aww. they weren't the active speaker, so it wasn't like the active thing. So it was just like you saw it if you were looking at their square, like if you happen <laughs> to like see a it. And then May I ask it, I don't know if this is appropriate, but was it a hard dick or was it a little like just a wiggly softy? Uh, I think it was like, I think it was like, uh, not like a live dick. I think it was like a picture of a dick or something. But, you know, I don't think it was, Come was on. like, I don't think they were more creative, you guys. Just, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then people in the comments were like, wait, what dick, what dick, you know? <laughs> right, you're not highlighted. <laughs> you're not spotlighted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold like, on, hold on. I think we need to spotlight this for <laughs> yes. a minute here. My favorite Zoom bomb though was this dude. He just this this dude just at this table and he just held up hella money. And that okay. was it. I was like, all right, all right, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> all right. He's like Bitcoin in the chat. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that would be you. Oh my goodness. Hell yeah. Uh, and then you did uh, transition over to doing the Anarchy Open Mic on Zoom. Tell us about oh, the yeah. Anarchy Open Mic. Yes, yes, yes. Erica from Hawaii and I started the Anarchy Open Mic because there was this lady that tried to get us to start a woman's mic with us and drove us crazy. We, <laughs> like Erica was crying and I'm oh, like, oh, oh, I don't like this. And she's like, let's make Anarchy. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, that's how I got named. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, we're like one rule: don't be a dick. Yeah. Um, we have a good time. It's still going, actually. Like oh, every awesome. Friday, I can't be there every Friday because you know I'm getting booked. You know I'm doing shows, it's but good, uh, maybe like once or twice have. a month I'm there. That's cool. Yeah. It's a good problem to have being booked. Alone. Yeah. Oh, that's Huge. Bad good problem. How long has it been going? Gosh, maybe three years. Wow. That's cool. Uh, I, one thing I like about the Anarchy Open Mic is the speed round at the end. Uh-huh. That's why. Yeah, if people any... don't know what that is, we do like, I think we do five minute sets through the whole night. And then if you stay until the end, everyone gets one extra minute and it goes really fast and it's really fun just to kind of get like another little, I don't know, like trip around the buffet table. Yeah. <laughs> Different and cool it inspires people to stay sometimes too, yeah. probably. It's yeah, and it's like a fast kind of picks you up, wakes you up. Cause sometimes it's like one in the morning or midnight. Cause she's in Hawaii. It's like oh, six right. o'clock for her. Oh my gosh. The time thing is always so funny because Hawaii doesn't change. And it's always like, what time is it? What time is this? What time is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause we have our daylight savings time and then they don't, they just stay beautiful all day, every day. <laughs> yes. <Their> sun goes <laughs> Another... down at the same time every day. Like... Another good problem to have. Yeah, our sun goes down at five and then it's like pitch black at six and oh my gosh 20 <laughs> degrees <laughs> am i selling nebraska do y'all want to move now i i like oh, the man. we're on the way i like the motto of um yeah nebraska's nice but you could also leave yeah, yeah. Like, that, yeah. Was, that was yeah. a good one I like. yeah <laughs> i do i do i think i think uh brian barbecue said uh the nicest thing about uh nebraska was sioux falls Oh, that's in that's in South Dakota. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Ouch. <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> <Sweet> Brian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got the heck out of there too. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. Well, uh, so also I saw uh, speaking of people meeting people from Zoom. Uh, did you go to the uh, LA? Riot Girl Festival that they had. I did. I didn't go like the last year, but I went this last, like, I don't know. They've had them every year. 
Um, but I went this last year to LA and um, I stayed with Haley Hackett. She's like a comedian that I met online. Oh, nice. And um, yeah, I got to perform at that Dow Comedy Yay. Studio in Koreatown and meet so many people. That just filled my heart. And that was like a month after I went to Hawaii and met Erica. Oh, wow. Wow. That's oh. cool. Yeah. Tell us, uh, tell us about the Hawaii trip. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Hawaii was beautiful. She lived like two blocks from the beach. Hell so yeah. like in the mornings, she would go to work and I would go to the beach and just wander around and just feel the water. It's so healing there. I went on a bunch of hikes, did a couple of comedy shows. And that was fun. The audience was fun. I left all my worries there. Just left them there. Gave them to the water. That's and I haven't nice. felt I haven't felt as stressed out since I left. Oh, I wow. Yeah. That is cool. Uh, tell us about L.A. now, the uh, the Riot Girl Festival. <laughs> yes, L.A. was fun. L.A. was fun. There was a lot of comedians like um, Alicia Rain from Sioux Falls was there. Katie Zane from Chicago and we just like walked around we went to Venice Beach together yeah we went and had um sushi with Desiree Walsh from Canada oh wow that's cool the coolest thing was she got a special release in LA and we went and watched it like the night it got released and I was like sitting right behind Desiree watching her react to her special but also like watching her like for like a 45 minute like I, it just made me appreciate her. I had seen her on Zoom so much and loved her on mm-hmm. Zoom. And like, and then we went to karaoke after that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was the best. That's amazing that you were there. Uh, it's like, it's like her proudest moment, you know, it's like her crowning moment. It was you so You were cool. there to, to kind of witness it. That's awesome. Yeah, I, th- I think I cried like a um. lot because I was so <laughs> proud. I felt like a mom watching yeah. my kid graduate. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. I love moments like that because it really makes you like stay present and appreciate like the climb to get there. Because I think that's also one of the reasons why you're feeling so like proud of her is because you saw like what she went through and all the zoom shows that she did and like everything before that so that's like one of the coolest things I think yeah I like supporting people and then being like super excited for their success because then like there's just so much room for so many people to do so good yeah I want everybody to win for real and win win big hell yeah. yeah Heck yeah. That is, yeah, exactly. Which also um, reminds me, you you actually have a group um, that kind of like has people in it and the members called Women Smashing It. And it's basically um, women and beyond, of course, but you kind of encourage the group to like celebrate their wins and be open about it because I think there's this weird stigma that if you say, I'm proud of myself for doing this, that people kind of hate on it. And you wanted to kind of flip on flip that and make it where people were happy that you made success somewhere. Yeah. If we all supported each other, like we would all blow up. I believe that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we have the connections right now. Like one, one person that has like a YouTube video, you know, and they put a lot of work into it. We could help them. Like we could all like it and share it and really help each other. Absolutely. And then like, like you said, liking and sharing is free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and so sometimes it doesn't cost anything to help somebody like that. Yeah. That's that. awesome. That's cool. So the this group, uh, it's kind of like a good support, you know, group for people, I guess. Right. Yeah. Some but- comedians will even be like, Hey, I'm going to be staying in Omaha. Does anyone know of a couch I can stay on or, you know, like, well, every now and then we'll do, I think you've done it on your page, like where you follow each other on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Like a follow yeah. train or whatever. It helps. That's cool. Yeah. It is good Some to have people like, be like, anyone recommend a good mic stand, you know, like anyone dealing with sexism in comedy, like then yeah. we can all like just be there and support. Cause when you're in yeah. a small town or a small scene, you can feel like you're the only one. And then when you know that there's someone in every other scene that's dealing with that same thing, it creates this like, oh, like I'm not alone. This is a bigger thing than me. And then you have more power just to endure it. Yes. I think uh, that came to light a lot during the pandemic because we were kind of mingling with people that we maybe normally wouldn't have mingled with and hearing about things or whatever and, and seeing that, oh, wow, these problems 
is everywhere you know these things are happening everywhere yeah. and so i do i do like that people do need like a safe place where they can go and and talk about stuff and feel like so safe and supported so that's Absolutely. that's super awesome mm-hmm. thanks hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah thank you for providing those spaces i think it's stuff that i wished i would have had growing up you know yeah mm-hmm. now i'm like i'll just throw it out there and hopefully people will jump on board and take advantage and share and I like that yeah what was it uh like for you like when the pandemic kind of lifted and and uh things were opening up in in uh your city again it was weird like I remember like wanting to do like a zoom show and then wanting to do a live mic and be like (laughs) oh I don't know what to do (laughs) I love the people on zoom almost more than the people in person (laughs) oh Yeah. And then I, I remember telling people, I'm like, I'm never going to stop doing this online, mic. I'm never going to. And then I'm like, oh, I can't do everything. Um, You really kind of got to readjust. I know we had like the little mic covers for a while. Yeah. Um, and then even audiences, it's been harder to get them to come back out. I feel like a lot of people just got used to staying inside. So just readjusting to that. And then like wearing outfits, like people are going to see my pants. (laughs) I hadn't worn pants for like a year and a half. I mean, I've worn (laughs) pants, but like not like actual pants. Not ones that you had to button. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, okay. And then shoes, like shoes came back into the picture. I love how my mind went to outfits. (laughs) (laughs) It was true though, like seeing people like post like full body pictures go, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> Some people are still like, I thought you were taller. I thought you were shorter. Yeah, oh, still. Like I'm this tall. <laughs> that still happens. Yeah. Like I thought you were taller on Zoom or whatever. Yeah. yeah how really tall are you two? I'm five two. She's five two. So she's and someone told me. Oh, I thought you were bigger. You look, no, like they that. said, uh, you look bigger on Zoom. Oh, I look bigger on Zoom. And I'm like, <laughs> You're you- like, can you reword that, please? Because <laughs> I'm never going to stop thinking about that. <laughs> the camera does add 30 inches out. And <laughs> it was the disappointment in his voice that but got he me. Bent, he, bent, he, he bent taller, but he said bigger. Sam, how tall are you? I'm 5'10. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. five about, eight. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So tall. Yeah. That's tall to me. I would yeah, love. You're to real that yeah, you're Yeah. She would the, like, tower over I you. I could reach everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can pretty much reach stuff. It's fun being at the store and being able to help people. Like, oh, I got it. And then I won't even get on my tiptoes. <laughs> Dream come true. <laughs> just flex in a bit yes. <laughs> hell yeah like oh top shelf i got it no problem yep easy peasy <laughs> hell yeah that's cool um so tell us about the uh, omaha fringe festival Ooh. yeah so fringe is like i think it started in like europe edinburgh maybe and they would it was for people that didn't get into the actual festival they would do like their own festival as i think how like a french festival became a thing so in omaha they do a drawing and they do like a night while they'll do like a live drawing and then whoever submits they draw like a certain amount of people that will get to perform and then i ended up getting four shows four nights in a row um, and I could do anything. I could do like a one person show. I could do like a variety show. Um, I did four different ones. So I had one that was all female, one that was all queer, one that was all clean. And then I had like a mashup kind of fun one that was also all women pretty much. But I like supporting women and queer people in comedy because there's so many just like white dudes on a show like oh look you got three white dudes oh you got six white dudes like and they're all (laughs) great you know I I like having that variety and then I think it get it makes more of a fun show for the audience yeah yeah and it was um at Blackstone Theater which is actually like a five minute walk from my house um (laughs) awesome yeah it was fun um Virginia Diaz Parker came to it She was someone that I met over Zoom. Um, Lots and lots of wild energy. 
uh, made me a really cool hat. Not this one, but another <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was really fun meeting her too. That's so cool. That is really cool. I would imagine like doing something like that would be a little bit stressful. Did you kind of like really just lean into it going, it's only going to be this amount of time. I'll be fine. Just like go with the flow. <laughs> yeah. Cause it is like four different nights and a lot of prep, <sighs> a lot of making flyers and communicating and then like advertising it and putting it out there. And then like, I try to like reserve my energy for when I have to perform, but then sometimes I have to eat, you know, or go to the grocery store and try to like do other stuff. Um, but I, I have to make sure that I'm taking care of myself a lot during those extra busy times. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad that you are. Cause yeah. I don't know what it is. I feel, I don't know if it's like, uh, being more adult thing, but I literally will be going through my whole day and go, oh, wow, I didn't eat anything. Or I don't think I drank enough water today. <laughs> I think that's ADD. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it, it could be adult. <laughs> I, I usually eat, I get hungry and then I'm like, yeah, I'll eat. And then I, I drink a lot of water and celery juice in the morning. Oh, um, wow. So then I'm usually okay. I don't have to drink a lot, lot throughout the day because I drink a lot in the morning. Is celery juice good for you? Oh my goodness. It's very, very good for you. It's got a lot of like celery salts and minerals, a lot of different vitamins. It helps with like inflammation and Ooh. it's helped my skin. So I don't have as like eczema and um, digestion. Oh, wow. Oh, that sounds, that sounds good. Do you, uh, juice. do you buy it like juiced or do you like, no, I, I got a juicer. juicer. <laughs> oh, wow. I juice it myself. You I did twist, have a long joke. Celery and you just, <laughs> just juiced I it. I used to do it. I used to do it in a blender and then I'd use a nut bag and I'd squeeze all the juice out. Oh, from the wow. Nut bag, and it was kind of tedious. Um, and now I have a juicer and it's really nice. You just feed it in and then it chomp chomps it and. Yeah. And I drink it like 32 ounces. <laughs> nice. Wow. 32 ounces. How does uh -huh. it taste? How does it taste? <laughs> Holy wow. Yeah. The thing about celery juice is the more like toxic you are, the gross it'll taste. And then oh, the healthier wow. you get, the better it tastes. So like now sometimes it tastes like, like ice creams. It's so good to me. Um, but like, yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, it's so green. <laughs> wow. It would probably and taste it really might bad give you to diarrhea. Me. That's it, another thing to be careful of. It would probably taste like, really bad to me then. Yeah, and it might make you poop your pants. Oh, even better. So I would start small. Just a little just sip like or two. Take shots. Not 32 ounces, huh? Just like Not take, yet. What I'll do, what <laughs> Not I'll do is I'll put a little, uh, I'll put a little dab Not of for beginners. Butter. I'll put a little dab of peanut butter on my hand. No, you got to drink it on an empty stomach. Well, I'll take the shot and then I'll lick the peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people put lemon in it to make it taste better, but it kind of dilutes oh. the vitamins. Oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's interesting. I never heard of the celery juice. Yeah, it's a big deal. When did when did you learn about that? Like, when did you start doing stuff like that? Maybe like three years ago, um, oh, I had really bad eczema a lot growing up. And then I had food allergies. And then I was going to this colon hydrotherapist where they put a bunch of water in and then all the poop comes out. And then she told me a little bit about the celery juice. So I read a book um, and listened to some podcasts and I just started doing it. And I noticed how much better I feel. And my wow. skin looks amazing. I look like Absolutely. I'm 22. Yeah. are gorgeous yes i agree uh it, that's so wild i feel like it's like did you have any feelings of like dang i wish i had learned about this sooner <laughs> oh yeah yeah like growing up i didn't know because they didn't know about gluten they didn't know about food allergies hardly yeah. all i had was hay fever and allergies i was allergic to everything so yeah oh, if wow. i had known then i would have maybe been a lot healthier growing up and not had as much eczema problems, but I feel like life, just like you learn it in the right time. Like you're supposed to suffer a certain amount and then you learn something and then you adjust and then you keep learning and adjusting. And yeah. Cause yeah. I, do you remember when I had really, really chapped lips during COVID? Mm -hmm. Like I had like this huge, I, I don't know. It was really bad. 
And then I found out it was like nuts and tomatoes that. Oh, and much- wow. Mm-hmm. And I was just That's eating crazy. it, not even knowing. Oh, wow. And I'd have like honey on my mouth and I was trying to talk and it hurt so bad. Oh, oh wow. man. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't think I ever noticed anything like that, but. That's crazy. That's really yeah, crazy. That... Seen it. And then you did like an allergy test and you found out that that's what it was. I went to um, a Chinese medicine doctor and she was doing, she did a lot of acupuncture on me and she can look at your tongue and then like hold your hand and check your pulse in these different places. Wow. And then she's like, no more nuts, no more nuts, no more nuts, no more fungus, no more. Like she just started. And then once I took it out, I felt so much better. Wow. Wow. No more fungus, no more mushrooms at all. <clears throat> wow. Hold so if I want to have a magical experience, um <laughs> I have to go elsewhere. I have to lick frogs, you know. Blue lotus flower. Licking frogs is fine. Licking frogs. Yes, is fine. I do that for dreams. Hell yeah. The blue lotus. Great. Yeah. Oh wow. Wait, what did you say? Oh, nothing. I was just <laughs> Talking about the uh, the frog thing. Oh yeah, yeah. frog is fine, but fungus no. Dang, that is yeah. And I don't know, like maybe my body will change in ten years, and then I'll be able to have tomatoes again. But as of now, well, that's cool though that you were able to learn that and be able to cut that out of your diet. And it's funny though because like tomatoes are like a healthy thing. You think. It's a healthy right. food. Right. You know? Nuts too. And even yep, nuts, especially yeah, when you're like, not eating like gluten and you're not eating processed foods, like nuts was something that, but I went nuts. Like I would have the <laughs> whole thing. Like I was, I kind of had a feeling I had a problem because of how much, you know, like when you just like can't stop, yes. like you probably have an allergy. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. That makes it okay. Then I'm allergic to everything. Yeah, I, was just- I know. I'm like, I apologize. I probably just ruined your life. <laughs> I must be allergic to Oreo better. cookies. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's Man. crazy. Well, I think it's really bad that I need to go find myself a Chinese medicine lady and find out what you I just should. I recommend from. them highly. Wow. And it's not like, it doesn't seem like, it's like, an, you know, an allergy test is this weird, you know, it's just, they put these needles in you and it just seems mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do that. But I would have a lady like, look at me and feel my pulse. Look and, at your tongue. Uh-huh. Yeah. And look at my aura and tell me what I'm doing wrong in life. What the heck? <laughs> I feel like just having Athena in your life makes your aura like that much brighter. Yeah, Aww. no, that's true. That's very that's true. That's so sweet very right about that it makes sense because like all of them are always trying to hang out with me in the house oh my gosh. Like, guys she was complaining the other day because like i wanted her to like watch something with me and then the girls her her daughters wanted her to do something with her and the cat Aww. was following her around <laughs> <laughs> yes my brother has four little babies um like two three-year-olds they're twins and then a six-year-old and an eight-year-old and they'll follow me all over the place yeah. this have a lot of fun i think it's I, I i don't know when it happened but i feel like since i was like a teenager little kids are always like just they want to be either next to me or like touching me like i had like little girls trying to like hit me with like their sweater just to <gasps> near me and like con- yeah. contact it's so bizarre to me and like yeah, that even- one at the mall where she was swinging her yes! sweater <laughs> She was like, so, she was getting so close to us, and I'm like, just get it over with. <laughs> I know I can feel them, and then sometimes I just need to look at them and smile and wave, yeah, and then they're exactly. like, okay, yeah. wow. isn't that wild? It's yeah, so like wild I substitute teach, and there was this one girl, I think she was in kindergarten, but she like saw me and she's like, oh, You're my teacher, I knew I was gonna see you, and like came and hugged me, and I was like, Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She I must have like had a dream with you in it or something like a I think so. Like somehow she had known me already. Dang. Wow. Yeah. Maybe me and Athena used to rule the world like a couple decades or timelines beforehand. Oh yeah. Most yeah. definitely. Cause I get that hella. Like mm. people will be like, Do I know you from somewhere? And I'm all nope, but maybe. 
Yeah. <laughs> but they, they, they we're all connected. <laughs> they usually know me. Yes. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's so weird. They don't know him. No, they no. do. Everybody will go up to me and be like, "Oh, hey, Sam," and then they look at her and go, "Oh, you're." Uh, they know uh, him exactly uh, from wherever the hell they met him from. <laughs> but for me, they're always like, "I know you from somewhere," and I'm like. <laughs> I'm married to Sam, the one you Yeah, know. that's it. That's how you know me. From this. <laughs> how long have you been married? Oh, we got married in 2019, so like 4 years. But we've been together since 2010. Yes. Yeah. Don't sound so uh, confused about it. Cuz yeah, yeah, yeah. it feels like <laughs> enough yeah, 2010. No. We've been together we've been together since it. 2010 and we got married in 2019. Mm-hmm. So, cool. yeah i was gonna ask you more things but then i re- remember that this is supposed to be about me yeah <laughs> speaking about <laughs> so there was another thing that I, I kind of forgot to mention uh during the pandemic time uh that i wanted to ask you about you did this really cool show where it was the back line on stage but it was broadcast online mm-hmm. tell us about that show so I don't think we did a lot of those. We just did a few. And that was when things were kind of shut down, but we could still have like a limited audience. And then we were able to do it on on the Zoom too. And I feel like we did that because you can make it accessible and then we could have viewers from all over the place. And it was really neat because sometimes you would have like 10 people in the theater, but then 50 people watching it online or maybe a couple hundred after a couple days. Yeah, and then I also did Contagious. I think he might have been on that one. And that was like so, a yeah. weekly weekly Zoom show. And then I had the band open for that. Um, That's and then why I, always uh, have, I saw the band there too. Yeah, yeah, a few different comedians from different places. From like Canada or the UK or Malaysia or California. But yeah, we did a couple of the hybrid shows. Yeah, those are super You just do fun. it on stage like regular yeah <laughs> that's cool it was it was fun to watch i watched it uh i remember watching it online and it was a lot of fun yeah but that was like one of the things that i really appreciated coming out of the pandemic was um being able to identify how it almost made things way more accessible and the need for accessibility 100 those folks absolutely yeah, because you don't even, I didn't even think about it. Like, right, neither did I. There might be t- people that are like chronically ill, or like there's just yeah. a huge long list of people that can benefit, you know, and that might even want to pay five, 10 bucks to watch something. Yeah. And then not, even, not only people that are like not physically able to go to a show, but also people like in New York that can't go to a show in Nebraska. Yeah. Right. You know, like they're able to see it. And that's yeah, they're cool like, there's too. nothing I want to see here in New York. There's got to be a <laughs> know, comedian right? in Nebraska like, no. doing something. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would go the other way, but. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is like good for people to, to be able to see a show like like a relative or something even that's in a different Absolutely. Space. Yeah, that was really I remember really like driving to from Omaha to Denver, Colorado, like on my birthday or kind of like around my birthday. And then I stopped at a rest stop and I did a Zoom show in New York um, at this rest stop in Colorado. And then I like went and did, it was really neat. Like it's just been a really neat adventure. That is a really cool adventure. Uh, Do you have any like projects or anything that you're working on and be coming up? Oh yes. Oh yes. Um, so you talked about the Friendsgiving at the beginning. That's the new venue that I'm starting. We've been doing like female queer comedy shows. Um, I'm also thinking about taking my Babes in Joyland show and having it at a TV studio so it can be filmed live. And then wow. that way people can watch it wherever. And then also do like a live podcast either before or after with the comedians. Kind of do little interviews with all of them. I think that would be really fun. I interviewed for like, or I auditioned for a TV show and I find out at the beginning of December if I'm going to be on that. Um, Ooh, so that's definitely exciting. going to keep traveling. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of good stuff coming up. That is Working really Some cool. new stickers, got some new headshots that I just took. So those should be popping up soon. Wow. Yeah. You do all kinds of cool stuff. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Congratulations on the new venue. 
Thank you. Thank you. It's a beautiful space. Is it in Omaha? Yeah. And it's a dry bar. So there's no alcohol. Okay. And that kind of gets a whole different crowd. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really a regular. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's cool. That means that the, the jerk people won't be there. The assholes. Exactly. <laughs> be yeah. <laughs> Unless they thought there was going to be liquor and then they're mad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're like, what kind of tequila is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is celery water. <laughs> Look, the oh my God. That's head. such a good idea. I can open a comedy comedy. Um, I was going to say studio, but that's dance studio, comedy <laughs> venue, and then just sell celery juice. Oh, have a celery know, have... bar, yeah. <laughs> little, you can have like a cup with like little stalks of celery sticking out of it. You're like, I'm stalking you. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I like that idea, actually. Yeah, that'd be a fun plan. I also like in the five to 10 year plan, I want an RV. So I can keep traveling and then have like a nice place to stay at the campgrounds while I'm seeing more of the beautiful United States of America. Um, Also, I want to get a passport so I can go visit some of these other countries that I got to visit during COVID, meet some of the people in South Africa or um, yeah, there's just so many places I want to go. It's so cool having the connections around the world now. Yes, it is such a blessing. Yeah, I always say it like, I always say this, but like, it's a, you know, it's a strong point. Like, would we have ever met you without the pandemic? Maybe, but like, would we have become friends? Probably not. It, we, right. just, we just maybe would have known you and that's about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been at the same time. It could have been 10 or 20 years later. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then I'm like, Hey, you know, like you're just a regular person to me, like, <laughs> but I'm sensational. You should have met me during zoom. <laughs> <laughs> but the zoom people are just special yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. just a regular person we were the ones that weren't afraid to to do it in our rooms all by ourselves yes. still you still you doing your thing Hell absolutely yeah. i think the authenticity comes through i remember on uh in june of of 2020 during the pandemic oh! uh coming up on june 9th on, on to june 9th you it was a it was, i believe that the June 9th fell on a Tuesday, whatever day you were doing the backline on, and you had a <laughs> show. And that was the first time I really heard you ever really reference a 69. And I was oh. like, okay, well, this is this is fun, whatever. And I thought it was like 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 a trend, right? Like it was gonna pass and just and just and just kind of the next no. on to something else. Uh, but it was a <laughs> thing and it became a thing and it stayed a thing, and so we wanted you to be our our 69th guest we don't usually yeah go, we it's don't not a like, fad you guys it's science <laughs> we don't it's usually backed like, by science it's <laughs> spiritual it's dynamic it can and it can also like <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun yeah tell us about your love for 69 that, I mean, that happened number, when i was number <laughs> when i was 12 <laughs> no like uh i was researching nikola tesla he's a mathematician and an engineer and a scientist and he is also he's obsessed with the three the six and the nine and he believes that they hold like this special power and there's math involved and i like went deep into the math can i i'll do some real quick math so the circle 360 degrees three plus six equals nine Cut the circle in half, 180 degrees. Eight plus one equals nine. Cut that in half, um, 45 degrees. Four or 90 is a nine. 45, four plus five is nine. Like it's just nine, 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 nine. And I was like, there's something to this. Um, so then I started blowing kisses to 69s when I would see them out and about just to like, you know, because maybe they'll blow me back, right? If I <laughs> keep blowing them. Um, <laughs> it is, I mean, it is, technically, it is like a give and take. Yeah, it is. It's a quality, yeah, right? It, it's um, yeah. it's it's mutual love. It's not just self love. You know, you can't just do it alone. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> I never really thought of this until this conversation just now. But I mean, the sixty nine kind of does look like a yin and yang. Yeah, I know. I'm sure you do. <laughs> and like the cancer symbol is like the six and the nine. I feel like it has like cosmic power. Yeah. Like if you've ever had a right like a six done right or like a nine done right like you will transform dimensions just like nikola tesla said yeah and then the comedy keeps coming like this was when i was on a road trip and i was driving from duluth to wisconsin 
and I was getting tired and I looked up and there was exit 69 right ahead of me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm getting off. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what people around, usually like... say about 69. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I had the 69 show and I had six comedians do nine minutes, nine comedians do six minutes, and then like three minute sets in between all of them. <laughs> oh, and I would have like, so like I would introduce the comic and then I go down <laughs> and then they'd come up. <laughs> <laughs> and i had everybody put my background up <laughs> oh, that's that. fun i laugh at myself so much <laughs> it was fun though it was a good it was definitely a good time you know i, I really enjoyed it um yeah. i don't we, we don't usually like you know oh this person's gonna be this number episode or whatever but we thought it'd be appropriate to have you as 69. Yeah, you're not the first person that's asked me to be there, 69. Oh, <laughs> I love it. And then I tried to figure out if people could 69 at once, and it was kind of complicated. Wow. That would be complicated because, like, that's like a 619 or something. Uh huh. <laughs> 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 Some people are just like 88 because they like just getting eight twice. Ooh, yes. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. That is a good that is a good note to end this on. Um, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> thank you so much, Brooke, for joining us. Absolutely. I had a really fun time. It was awesome. Do you want to plug your social media? Yeah, um, follow me. I'm at Brooke Makes Fun. Um, Brooke with an E makes fun on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, and then the OnlyFans is um <laughs> pause for laughter. Um, it's Brooke makes come. I don't actually have an OnlyFans. I don't want to let you down. Um, uh, but I did want you to laugh. Um, Brooke just makes fun. She does not come, <laughs> uh, but she can, she can come to your city for the right fee. Um, <laughs> nice. Thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah. You can find me across the board at funky Sam Medina. And I am at she shines for you. All spelled out. No numbers. And everything else is at a hypothetical comedy. Awesome. Brooke. Thank you so much. Thank you.